What up, world? You're on the mic with Mike, Mr. Mike, and this is Keep That Chair Spinning. Let's get it. All right, good people. Welcome back. Happy New Year once again. This is Keep That Chair Spinning. I'm your man, Mr. Mike, and y'all know what it is, man. It's a time to sharpen up and get better within your barber career. This is a time that we need to be refocusing and possibly rebranding. Uh, so within this podcast, uh, I sit before you and I, I sit here and I try to give you some pointers, uh, some advice that could possibly get you over the hump, uh, maybe help you rethink some things, look at it from a different perspective and how to get things going for you. Uh, you know, it's always better to look at the problem with uh, a fresh pair of eyes, as they say. So hopefully within this, man, I've been able to do that for you. Uh, maybe we can get something going uh, from here on out. Uh, today's topic, I want to look at it as what is your why? Um, why is it that you find yourself picking up a pair of clippers or thinking that you want to pick up a pair of clippers or make this your career? Uh, you know, I've been at it for 10 years. And so for barber school, we maybe had 15, 20 people in there at that time. I think there's only three or four people out of my class that are still cutting hair. Uh, same thing for the barbershop, the first barbershop that I was at. Uh, I was there for six years and I think only two of the, the four or five people that I was with, you know, still cut hair to this day. And I, at the shop that I've been at now for four years, um, I've saw I've had many people come through and I know some that don't even cut anymore, you know. So when you're going at this career, you need to figure out, is this something that you really want to do? Is this something that you're really interested in or are you trying to find your way? Um, you don't want to waste too much time, man, because this industry is constantly growing. It's constantly progressing. Uh, and you do. You got you got to jump in with your heels ready to go man ready to dig in and go with it um you know i i want to give a little background because i don't believe i have um but this kind of goes into my why uh for me you know i was a troublemaker man uh i was chasing the fast money uh was running the streets you know trying to be a little hustler and you know it's, it's kind of funny because I would tell my brother when I first started cutting hair and I was getting paid, that's kind of how I was treating the career as well. I was treating it as fast money, you know, trying to shake hands on the slide when somebody was paying me. I'm like, I had to wake up because I was all legal. I was getting paid legally, so I, was, I wasn't doing anything, you know, under the table or anything, but whatever. So, yeah, you know, I was I was a troublemaker, man, and, you know, I found myself in and out uh, of jail quite a bit, you know, incarcerated quite a bit. And uh, for me, it was my last time, you know, my first five months of being incarcerated, I ended up losing both my grandmothers and I, I wasn't able to go to their funeral, you know. And for me, that that stung quite a bit. Uh, my parents at that time, they were already starting to get a little older. So for me, I told myself right then and there that I don't care what it is. I can't come back to this jailhouse. So fast forward a little bit, you know, further into my time down, um, you know, I started seeing everybody was coming out with haircuts after a lockdown and whatnot. And I couldn't understand how everybody was having a haircut. And, you know, finally somebody had told me, you know, oh, such and such was cutting hair with comb and razor. And I'm like, comb and razor cutting hair. But he got a taper. You know, he knocked it down. When I first saw him, he had an afro. Now it's knocked down. I could see his ways like comb and razor. What? So anyways, 
next lockdown, I did the same thing. You know, I got some time. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I don't care how I look to begin with. So I started cutting my own hair as well. And I mean, it took off for me. You know, it was kind of the same thing. I had a couple people that were like, man, you know, who cuts your hair? Man, look good. And I just started cutting hair in there. So I came home and I had my mind set. I was actually trying to get back to the plants and the plants wouldn't allow me because of the time in between my last charge and the time that I was trying to apply. So I said, man, look, I know I can't get back to the streets. I know what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to turn away from that and do something different. So I jumped in barber school, man. And, you know, I was blessed. I was blessed that I was able to go to barber school day for day. Um, and you guys these days are blessed that y'all can, you know, do it for a thousand hours. For me, I had to do it at fifteen hundred hours. So day for day, that took me nine months to take care of. But I did it. I knocked it out. You know, I truly looked at it as a as a business, as a career. And it was kind of the same thing as I said. Once I got to the shop, maybe my first year, year and a half, um, maybe two. Uh, I was still looking at it as fast money and I wasn't necessarily looking at it as a career, uh, more so as I was looking at it as a job. So I, I didn't know my why. I didn't know my purpose. Um, so now as this time kind of furthers along, you know, I'm, I'm with my at that time girlfriend and fiance and wife, of course, and she became my purpose. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to provide for my household. I was trying to be the man, the husband. Um, the provider. So when I once I rechanneled my focus, I mean, seriously, the career took off because I did. I, I we had a discussion, me and my wife, uh, where you know she had called me. It was the end of the day. She was like, "What you doing? You know, how's it go- been going? How's the day been going?" I told her, "Man, it's been slow. Uh, you know, I maybe only cut two or three heads." And she was like, "Oh well, come on home." No, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to wait until actual closing time just in case to see if somebody walks in. And again, at that time, you know, haircuts is $20 for an adult. So she would she would ask me, you know, you're going to wait just for $20. But it had clicked to me that I wasn't looking at it as the money aspect of it. I wasn't looking at it for just $20. I had told her that that $20 can turn into $100. You know, that one per customer can turn into my forever customer. You know, yeah, they may come in just for tonight, but because I was available, because of the, the effort that I'm going to put into this cut, they're going to end up being mine forever. They're going to appreciate the fact that I did stay um, all the way to closing time because who knows, they're coming from the other side of town, traffic, all that good stuff. But once I had refocused that and rechanneled that, that is when my career took off. That is when my job did turn into a career and it turned into a business for me. And I stopped looking as at every customer as just a dollar sign opposed to an actual customer. So I was able to refocus, rechannel and look at everybody that sat in my chair as a friend, as a family member uh, and, and more than just a customer. Um, so I, I think that's something that, you know, you need to have to be able to do and disassociate a customer that comes in, especially as a walk-in. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, we all have our own customers that we like to try to deal with, but a, a walk-in is still your customer. 
you know, once they're sitting in that chair, you want to give them your best effort. I, you know, it doesn't matter if you didn't really feel like cutting. It doesn't matter if, you know, you got a customer that's coming and, you know, you, they hate for you to be late or behind schedule or whatever. You still want to give this walk in your all. You still want to give this walk in a great conversation. You still want to give this walk in the love and appreciation and the dedication that you would for your customer that you've been cutting for three years already, because this is a new development right here. This is a new bond. This is a new venture that you can tap into. And again, each customer that you cut, they know more than 10 people. So if you can treat them right, they can send 10 people your way. If you treat them bad, they can get on that Google page and leave a review that the next 10 people that were thinking about coming to see the shop or you, they're not going to come anymore because of this bad review. Y'all got to remember we're in a review point right now. We're in a review day that if you do good, you'll get much praise on there. But if you do bad, they're going to blow your spot up too. So you want to make sure that you're giving out your best effort to a walk-in Regardless if you're on a time frame or you're, you're, you're tired, you're ready to go home, whatever the case is, especially if you are waiting until the last minute, you did make your mind up to wait until closing time. So now that they come in five, 10 minutes, go ahead and knock it out. That's what you were waiting for, right? What were you waiting for? Just to say, hey, look, boss, I did stay. Nah, you were waiting to hope that somebody came in and got a haircut. So now that they're here, give it to them. But what is your why? Sit down, look in the mirror and figure out your why. Uh, you know, I go back to Tupac, man. Tupac said, my every move is a calculated step. So when you're going in about your business, when you clock in every day, you need to make sure that you're taking the proper steps to make your business thrive. Because at the end of the day, it's only on you to whether your business flourishes or whether it goes downhill. Whether you continue to have an actual successful career or whether you're continually shop hopping. I get so tired of hearing about all these barbers that, oh, they were doing this over at this shop. I ain't like it. Oh, man, the owner, you know, he, he ran it this way and I ain't like that. So I bounce around. And now barbers are five, six shops in. You got to look, man. If you at your sixth shop, it ain't the shops. It's you. Refocus. Rechannel it. Pride. Pride to get a man every time. A woman every time. Stop being so prideful and take responsibility for your own actions. You have to refocus. You have to rechannel. Figure out what is your why. And for me, the grind, you know, once the kids came about, it was to make sure that they was taken care of too. But that was another time. It doesn't matter at what point in your career. You still have to refocus you still have to rechannel because your whys do change you know this bill that bill whatever the case may be your mortgage your mother your your whys change so you need to be able to refocus whether you're going on a business venture now you need to start refocusing on how can i make sure that i can save enough money for this business venture whether it's a shop whether it's a side hustle you know whatever the case is but you need to refocus. You need to rechannel that. You need to figure out what your new why is. And that's kind of what I meant with the last episode as hitting the reset button. 
Every year, January, I come with a new why. I refocus, I rechannel how I do things, how I post, how I cut, how I deal with customers, how I book, you know, whether I'm adding more time on minutes, cutting time on minutes so I can get me another customer in. Every January, I'm resetting, I'm refocusing, and I'm trying to figure out how can I be better as a barber, how can I be better as an owner, how can I be better as a person? Because every day is a chance to become a better person and the world needs more better people. You can be that person, but you need to focus on what is your why? Why are you deciding to pick up a pair of clippers? Who do you want to do this for other than you? You know, is a family dependent on you? Are your kids dependent on you? Are you trying to refocus and get a, a better relationship within the family in general? But you got to figure out your why. Who are you doing this for? And man, let's go get it. The barber business is blowing up so much right now. We're at top rate speed right now. Jump in. Put the gloves on. Let's do some dirty work, man. But quit blaming everybody else for your lack of desire, your lack of grind, your inability to go and get it. It's on you at the end of the day. Focus out your why. Focus on it. And let's go get it, man. But uh, that's it, man. That's all I really got for today. It's serious, man. And, and I know you, the, the passion that I'm, I have is because I'm, I'm serious. I'm about this, man. This is what it's all about. So do your thing. Focus. Get in that mirror. Write it down, pen and pad. And go for it. Love y'all, man. If you hadn't done it, like, subscribe. Please leave a review. Uh, let me know what direction we need to go in, man. I appreciate it as always. One.